Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. like we left him left, man. We already know, man. You know what it is, man. It's been too long, too much shit then transpired, man. <laughs> Let me hold on. Let me sit in the car. Yo, my dogs was just chasing a rabbit. <laughs> That's some true Florida shit, boy. When oh I said my mama, my mama told me it was a rabbit in y'all. I ain't believe her. She was like, "Yeah, the, the neighbor's rabbits done broke out, and he just and he just live under the shed." I walk outside just now to take the dogs out. All I see is blue, blue staring at it. I'm like, "What the hell he looking at?" The rabbit sitting. I walk out into the grass. I seen the rabbit ear move one time. It was on his ass. That, I ain't gonna lie. That rabbit, that shit looked like uh, what that shit called? Um. Uh, what the shit is when the when the when the animals the damn what what animal that was shook the fuck out the uh the lion that was a deer when what video it's a video like a a, gaz- a gazelle or something it shake the hell out of a lion or a tiger or some shit like literally shake it or just have yeah like 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 nigga shake it like football <laughs> how about I shake the room <laughs> when I say like one two like he, <laughs> we gonna he, get to he, it later. Oh man, we got to. It's a whole lot of shit going on. <laughs> All right, keep going, keep going, keep going. Man, shit, I ain't gonna lie, life just you know, it's real good. Man, hey man, you got, you ain't even got. I ain't even gonna say that, bro. I got Cause it's like, ain't that illegal? You feel me? Like, hey man, but not hey. Y'all boys, Miami is ultimate grits right now, fellas. Damn, as far as what the Corona boy, they they shut down everything, boy. Yeah, they starting they they don't they open up the gyms, close them right back. The restaurants closed too. Let me intro the pod first. Let me intro the pod before we get into it, man. It's loading up right now. It's loading up. Literally, that's what it's like. But yeah, man, it's been a minute since we parted, man. You already know. We back. We back with the vibes. A lot of shit didn't happen. A lot man, of shit didn't went months? down. Now, it's been a month, about a month and a half. Well, yeah, basically two months now. Two months. Last pod was May 12th. You know, we back, man. We back with episode 12, man. We gonna let this ride for a little bit. Because we gotta we got let y'all know what was the vibes. Like, y'all know Corona was fucking us up. And social shit was fucking us up, man. This, this was been getting us through. Now or never on all streaming platforms. You already know, man. Y'all boys tap in, man. You already know, man. That boy touchdown. We got him live right here on the pod, man. Don't take it for granted. He was already uh in... What's that shit? And he was already in Ground Zero for the uh for Corona when he was at Dartmouth, man. That shit was going wild. Uh, bro. We've been letting y'all know man, what it lie. is and what it ain't. Man. I ain't gonna lie, y'all boys. <laughs> the intro is sliding, bro. I almost said, "Who the fuck is this?" Because I did not get it when I bumped DJ. When I bumped now, I did not get it, bro. Oh word, nah, bro. This shit so close, close for real, for real. Hold on. Touchdown, TJ. What's your favorite track on your album, boss? Favorite track? I'm gonna have to go with either this one or uh, that declaration. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, this one was floating. You feel me? Appreciate that. Bro. 
I'm annoying. I'm like, but yeah, man, it's gotta be that TJ two turn. TJ two. Nah, I feel like it gotta be Hood Lullaby or Inner City Dreams. Diddy, man. Hey, hey, hey. TJ next album gotta be T Diddy, man. T Diddy. You make it happen, and you gotta, you can't, you can't. You, when you make the cover, you can't make it look like P Diddy. You gotta make it look like the real P Diddy from the West. <laughs> hey, he would never. But yeah, man, episode twelve, man. So much shit that happened in the world. I don't know where we should start, but I got a good idea, man. I got a good idea. Where we should start this shit. Black and I'm black. Black and I'm black, y'all. Bro, what is this? This is what's going on right now, man. This is the vibrations, man. Before, first and foremost, we gotta let them know. We got to let them know what kind of time we on, Probably the best scene in CB4. And if you're listening right now, man, you know, all lives do matter. But right now, it's about the black ones. The important ones. Right. The the real founding fathers. Right, man. Damn. Is we going to do it to them right now? Is we going to do it to them at the beginning of the podcast? What you think? What you think? Hold on, TJ. What's your mama singing in the back? Nah, nah, it's, it's appropriate. It's appropriate. It's some gospel song. It's appropriate. I don't know what it's called. Because it's black excellence we speaking on right now. Mm. Black excellence, mm. man. All right, man. Let me bring some home. fucking structure to this podcast, man. Hold on. Oh, yeah, man. go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on, man. I got go you. You the leader. Hey, you wait, know you the leader. Discuss the topic so we won't get off I know. That's why I said. Let me bring some structure, man. We ain't, we ain't even gonna start with the black exes. I just had a look. I had to put. I had to lay down the vibe for them. But it's so much shit we could start with. I'm gonna start with the most recent. Well, this ain't even the most recent, but the most recent plus relevant. Because this is a music podcast first. This is a music podcast first. This is the most recent to me. You already know, man. Who's the album top five of the year? Uh-huh, next. I don't want to hear nothing about that because it's about time for the real, man. We've been saying it all time. But my nigga Drizzy is coming. This nigga's out like that boy Drake. It's the best rapper alive right now. So many, so it's so much shit has leaked. Like I've never heard so many Drake songs leak. And this shit, boy, it ain't all that. Boy, but boy, when he dropped that in 2017, this song. No, no I'm pausing, bro. Basically, this song is saying all he do is lie, my nigga. And it has a speech by Diddy at the end, calling this nigga top five of all time. Duh. Look, Drake has a song in Spanish. <laughs> Wait, so y'all saying Drake top five for real? Hell yeah. I ain't saying that. I'm letting Diddy say Artists. it. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to what this man's saying. Go ahead, go ahead. You 
Michael Jackson. Mm. MJ? What? MJ? Uh, hey, that's a stretch. <laughs> that's a stretch. That is a stretch. I hate how, how, oh, Inshallah. Bro, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. When I first learned what Inshallah mean, I changed that to to my name on every social media platform. What do it mean? It, it just mean it mean God willing. That boy thought he was a revelation. Boy, I, thought I, I thought I was deep in hell, boy. Inshallah. Uh, I feel like it's two conversations to be had from this song leaking, my nigga. Obviously, the conversation that Diddy saying Drake is top five of all time, but the, he's at five. The the quicker conversation, the conversation I want to have first is this probably a conversation that I care more about than y'all do. But that's like I don't know. It's been a lot of Drake songs leaking, and he's the biggest artist in the world. I feel like that shit should be spoken to. That like. Now a lot of this nigga's music is leaking. Kind of like how a lot Snippet, of snippets are leaking. No, like actual full songs. Like full songs, like the thing on Roddy Rich. Yeah, like oh. a Roddy Rich song leak. My nigga, a few songs of Future's leak. Uh, what Future leaked, as you already know. No, I ain't know nothing. Then, of this, but you got yeah. to put in the chat. <laughs> GGs. Yeah, a lot of uh, <laughs> definitely got a lot of solo songs that have leaked at least over the yeah. last few months and then you know he dropped the mixtape because or whatever it is a demo tape because uh songs were leaking so he put a few of the songs that leaked on there too so combined with that tape and then some more leaked songs this nigga has had a good 30 songs leak at least since probably the start of the year uh, or late last year so you gotta send me those man i need new captions you feel me fuck that <laughs> For sure, for sure. You already know. I'm gonna drop a link in the chat, man. I'm gonna drop a link in the chat. But yeah, biggest artist in the world, and his songs are leaking left and right. It it just takes me back to when Wayne, like the same shit was happening to Wayne. And I mean, I don't think nothing came of all the Wayne shit leaking like that. It was just so crazy to think that, like, damn, in 2020, niggas are getting a hold of Drake songs, my nigga. Like, low key, low key though. I feel like. I guess the game changed because you remember when Drake first came out, he had hella songs that were just floating around that weren't on albums. Yeah, of course, but I'm talking about oh. since like 20, since nothing was the same to now, the mm. only shit that you get from Drake, Drake put out. Right. <clears throat> Versus now, within like the last six months, this nigga done had down there 50 songs leaked. Going back to the essence. You feel me? He, he restoring the feeling, my nigga. But I don't know. Uh, 
they be saying they were saying some of the leaks is like plant leaks to like put hype on the album and shit. I don't know about that. It probably is though. It probably is, man. You can never not stop working. Bro, when I heard that Diddy speech for the first time earlier, I was like, damn, like this is some shit that would be at the end of an album. Like, imagine if this is this nigga's outro to his album. And that shit oh, didn't leak. Like, how would that think, make y'all feel as an artist if the outro uh, to your album, or just for fucking not even the outro to the album, you got a speech from Diddy bro. that you're gonna put on your album, and that shit leaks out? Bro, that's not, listen, bro, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. No point shit. That shit's not going on my outro. I don't give a fuck. It's not going on my outro. Why you say that? It just wouldn't. You feel me? It's like, I right, put it like this, but I'm not, I ain't gonna be like, I'm not gonna say, Diddy, not good. Diddy don't rap, you feel me? He really just helped put niggas on. But who's the hottest, who's the last hottest person he put on? My nigga, Diddy don't have to put nobody on. He set the culture. He set the tone for the culture for the late 90s, my nigga. Diddy, Diddy like, Diddy like, he like, if, he like, if you put Birdman on your track, but if you put, uh, like, he like, he like Quincy Jones. If you let Quincy Jones talk at the end of your album, uh, you yeah, it's just me? somebody that comes on. It's just a powerful knowledge. person. Yeah. It don't really matter about putting him on. It he don't got, even what really he matter what stamp. they say. It don't even matter what stamp. they say. It's just the fact that he's saying something on your track. That's what matters. The fact that Diddy is speaking on your track, that means something. People are going to pay attention just because it's Diddy. They're going to pay attention to what he said. He could be saying bullshit. Like, I ain't saying he's saying bullshit on Cold Hearted. But that nigga, that nigga is on a drunk rant on Cold Hearty. Hey, definitely but, is just talking about nothing. But that, first off, that shit it still sounds sweet because it's Diddy. And second off, like like that shit resonated with a lot of people. Exactly. That's why that nigga did a Cold Hearted too, because everybody was like, bro, Cold Hearted so hard, man. You got like that, like that speech, and then the way me like that shit was, a Diddy that, speech. That cold, okay, it goes that a long way. But listen though, bro, Cold Hearted was just different. You feel me? Go hard was just different, man. But you know why it was different? Because Meek understood what he had in that did like he had Diddy in the studio with him. Like nigga, like that means something. That's why like you think Meek just had the song. I mean, you think Meek told Diddy, hey yeah, just send me over some vocals to put on this song. Nah, nigga, that nigga knew, all right, this a hard ass song. I'm gonna put Diddy on this bitch, let niggas know. Hey, uh-huh. this is this what the fuck going on. And that, like that's what Diddy means. Not that that's not necessarily that's what Diddy means, but that's who Diddy is in hip hop culture. It's and just it, like it's just like on Maybach Music Four at the end, Ross bring on L.A. Reid. Like you just hearing a hearing one of them people's voice, it make a nigga want to listen. Okay. Like ooh, I put Jay Z on my shit. I mean, you it's know? the same principle though. Yeah, know. just having somebody stamp. Yeah, shit, uh, I, mean, I, need, I need to I need to get stamped then. But I, honestly, I hate how they talk when they, when they talk on the song. I was like, why you can't just talk like you a normal person? Like when they get to that level, they feel like they really the Godfather of like they, you know. I never seen a young nigga like this before, you know. Like it's just the tone and and shit. It's not necessarily what they say; it's how they say it. That I'll be like that shit lame, but I understand it. I wouldn't say it's lame. It's uh. It's kind of it, it teeters on corny, which I mean, yeah. I guess those are kind of synonyms, but you gotta look at it from the perspective of, all right, this is somebody I looked up to my life, my whole life. Now he's looking down back on me and telling me that, hey, nigga, you are up here with me now. Exactly. Of course you, right. of course you would want that. Like who, who doesn't want that? 
And who doesn't want the world to know that they have that now? Oh, speaking of OGs, though, this might be a transition, a, a bad transition. It's not necessarily a bad transition. It's just that the topic not as new as it should be. But man, that what you call it? Uh, what's his nigga day? NBA young boy and uh, oh, and Jay Prince. Jay Prince. That shit is the funniest shit ever, man. That shit funny because you can tell that nigga Jay Prince is like his prime was truly in the seventies and eighties. From by the way he speak, man. That boy said, he yep. said you're either stupid or you despise wisdom. It's funny. <laughs> you despise wisdom, man. Ooh, and that shit was a smooth yeah. transition because we all know the mob ties, man. We know the yeah. mob ties. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Since we on Diddy, New York guy, how do you guys feel about Pop Smoke album? Hold on, man. Hold on. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't buy, you ain't buy, you ain't buy. Just you know, we gotta pay the the late great legend some respect, man. Hold on, man. Man, quit playing with my dog, man. <laughs> What's Pop the smoke man about to play. Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. No, now, man, projected to sell 175,000 first week. Ooh, that's actually kind of hard for a posthumous album. But yeah, Adam, I, I, fuck, with, I fuck with Pop Smoke shit. I, I it was better than I definitely thought it was going to be. I ain't going to lie because it's like, first off, I liked how it wasn't all. The Brooklyn drill beat, so to speak, or whatever. But that nigga, he like that nigga was going to try to get into his R and B bag as soon as he blew up. I could tell a few of these songs on this bitch. That nigga really singing, getting emotional and shit. I could see, I could see the route he was trying to go, man. But one thing that really resonated with me, this nigga, he's truly talking about nigga, let the nigga run up, like damn, like that shit. Yeah, he said, I ain't gonna lie. On the that shit's really crazy, end, bro. It's the end. It's the end of the Mini Man song. That's the only song I heard. But he said, don't, like the beat go off, and he said, don't try to run up because I got it on me. Like, it's straight. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like they could have put some like car banger songs in there, bro. I don't listen to that nigga, so I don't go. We'll be honest. I mean, Pop, Pop got some tracks, now. Nah. <laughs> only song I like, Shake the Room. We all know Pop is he, he was what he was, man. He was the hottest out in New York at the time. But at the same time, he was they could have put out on that, bro. I you know I, I, I ain't gonna say there's better songs, but I mean they might be also trying to say they might not have put everything on this album. Cause that's something you gotta do when a nigga dead now. You gotta make sure if you do plan on putting out more than one thing that you got enough to space it out and make it work and shit. So we'll like I think they should make this the last one, if you ask me. Time will tell like what 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 what, what we should make of this album. They trying to put out more of this nigga music? That's well, we don't know. We don't know. They better not. Like I'm basically saying we don't know what they had in the tuck and like we don't know if they used everything they had or if they still got shit in the tuck. That's what I'm saying. We gotta wait to judge. Well, actually, no, I won't say that. We we don't have to wait to judge because if they do still got shit in the tuck, then they should have just used the best shit. And but I mean, overall, it was a good album, especially for being 20 songs or 19 songs or whatever. I ain't get tired of it in one listen. I felt it was decent. 
All I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only song I like. <laughs> I don't know about that other shit. I don't Damn. know. That boy, I don't know. About I thought that. it was. And other releases from this weekend. Westside Gunfly God is an awesome guy. I just want to say, Griselda. This nigga is viewers. Know who Westside Westside Gun remind me of? Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Yeah. But nah, they both sound like uh, Ghostface. No, they both sound like Ghostface Killer. He said method true, face. True. No, no, no. I don't know. My guy, I don't know. I had a little brain lap. That's why I meant to say. Uh, but I mean, we already didn't had the conversation on Griselda before. Although I will say, every time I listen to a new Benny the Butcher song, that nigga impressed me even more. So like, Bro, I'm, I, I'm gonna stand I, I, on I that. That nigga is a beast. Fire, Benny the Butcher might be top five right now. Not like of all boy, time. I heard that boy fire. Benny the Butcher is fire. But listen to uh, Tana Talk Three and the plugs I'm in. Now, for, listen to the plugs I'm at first. I think that's only like seven songs. Turn to Talk 3 is longer. So you listen to the plugs I'm at. And yeah, that nigga, he's definitely... Like, everything they say about Griselda, I will stand by just because that nigga's that good. West Side Gun, this shit was decent to me. They say West Side Gun, he not necessarily... He won the rap. He the manager, yeah. Like, they say he the manager, but he just decided to rap. So that's why, like, it is what it is with him. Conway, what I've heard was uh, was good to like it ain't nothing spe- Conway ain't nothing special to me. West Side is average. I mean, it's nothing dude, you say nothing special is better than or worse than average or the same. Uh, it's better than average depending on how you how you say it. All right, so just know what I mean if better than average. Like, or you could say he good. He not. He you you should say he good. He not special. Not not. Mm, yeah. He just not something. That is he better not, terminology. He not nothing special. That is terminology. So when you say he ain't nothing special, you just immediately first thing in your head that nigga trash or he got true true true. But yeah, he good. Not nothing special. Westside Gun is average or not slightly above average, but can lean toward average because his voice can get annoying. Man, I ain't gonna lie. It's only one thing I've been listening to. That PTSD Deluxe. Man, I still, I still only listen to that mug one time. Check it out. That, nigga that shit. That shit is all uh, verses. That nigga ain't that got shit no hook. Is, that shit is ten times better than the what you call it. That nigga ain't got the, no hooks on that. Nah, shit, he got, man. he got, he got a couple hooks. Majority of the songs is only verses though. But. That's what I I told you what I wanted to hear. And this is this is what I wanted to hear. Better production. Same lyrics. I feel like if you if you took like the best the best of the deluxe and the best of the main album, I feel like he would have done like more numbers. I mean it's still both I think both of them pretty good. I like the deluxe better as well, but I would have just took the best of each of those and then just cool. package that in the regular deal. I told you, bro. When I first heard the, the first PTSD, I was like, boy, this shit is like a 6 out of 10. Right now, with this the respect. Deluxe. I ain't got a lot of Deluxe. This shit is a 9 out of 10. <clears throat> That's how I look at the regular. It could be a 10 out of 10. But I don't like uh some of the... Only song I really don't like, and it's not necessarily what he's saying, it's on phone them grades. I don't like the, I don't like the sample in the background. But other other than that, I listen to that whole shit from front to back. You listen to uh, Dirk's Deluxe? 
Yo, I don't like it. I like I like the original better than the deluxe. I ain't I ain't listened to it all the way because this last <laughs> week or so been crazy. That boy, he he, you know, I always say he sound like Future, but boy, that boy most definitely sound like Future on this on the deluxe. Hold on, man. I'm about, about to throw a wrench in this discussion right now, man. We was talking about street shit. Hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, boy. Tiana Taylor's album. Boy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I don't support. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? Wait, pause that. Pause that. Pause that. Pause that. You don't support what for you? Why? Nice. I don't support bitches. Hey, man. Relax, man. If Relax. it ain't Dave's Loaf, I don't want to hear you. Relax. Dave's Loaf, man. Nigga, this R&B. We ain't I even know, talking about rap, but I don't, I don't listen to that, man. I don't listen. I listen to old. I don't like new R and B. I like old, R&B. bro. That's what she like restoring the feeling on this album. She restilling the feeling, bro. See, when when somebody come out and sound like Anita Baker, I start listening to them again. Old R and B is probably the best. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, hey. Do you hear future on that guitar, nigga? Do you hear? Uh, hold on, I'm gonna have to support this until she's done. Missy Elliott, Tiana Taylor, and future nigga. Bro, that was crazy. Do you hear Ooh, this? That's Missy or that's or that's or that's Tiana right now. I really do not know. Oh, that's Tiana. But yeah, man, Tiana Taylor's album. I ain't gonna say I was impressed because I already know she a great. But just overall, that boy said a great. I said a great nigga. I ain't gonna lie, people. People fuck with Tiana music. Finally, I ain't never listened to shit, but you know, you feel me? She definitely a great, but yeah, I appreciate her for this album. You know, my woman be fucking with it, so you know I'll be having to hear the residual sometimes. Be like, yeah, 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 this shit, this shit flame, this shit flame. Sleep, but I be hating off top. Everything <laughs> my girl play, turn that shit off. Nah, I, I say that shit when it comes to the rappers, and I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> oh yeah, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. I definitely don't fuck with no female rapper in this day and age. I ain't even talk about female rappers in general. I'm oh, just talking about, about any rapper. Too. Yeah, 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 yep. But exactly she from the that. south. She like that. She like that. She from the up north south. I about to say shit, that shit is not even really south, but it's racist like the south, boy. That's it. Ooh, come <laughs> on, Virginia, Tennessee. Oh Tennessee, Tennessee. And y'all boys listen to uh Life of Pierre Deluxe. I've been meaning to, I ain't never listened to one of them. And I've been I've been meaning to listen to that shit since I think four. Nah, bro. That life of Pierre, but you talking about Pierre Bourne, right? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. shit kind of slides, but I ain't gonna lie. I don't like the deluxe though. The deluxe not as good as the regular, yeah. but like if you the thing is, bro, if you play it in a whip, it sounds ten times better. Cause the bass just going crazy, mm-hmm. but it got. I mean, it got good transition. Like it's some good songs on there, but I think the original. He got. He got. He got me. more in his bag on the original, like production. Why all the beats don't sound really similar like they do in the deluxe, and and he was he was actually talking about shit in the in the in the, mm-hmm. in the first one. But I feel like it's still people that's gonna keep on Pierre just because he he is known as a producer, bro. Like they still ain't gonna yeah, give him a chance yet. 
know? I tried to put, I tried to put, uh, yeah, I tried to put people on yesterday to uh, the right, like the original T Lock for. I put on a beat, they put on, put on the song, they're like, oh, uh, I think Cardi would be better over this. Beat. Like, nigga, like, yeah, the make song the just started. <laughs> And then look, I played guillotine, bro. You know that's like the hardest song. That shit hard as fuck, bro. So I'm in, I'm in the car. You know, y'all remember Nigel, right? Yeah. My homeboy from Dartmouth. Yeah, yeah. We're in the car. He like, oh, bro, Uzi sound way better on this. I'm like, dog, this song just started, man. Like, I'm with you on the bet. Better than better than school. Better than school. I'm like, man, but nah, like it's, it's the luck. Right. It, was, it was straight, right. man. I still, you know, rock with it. What you call it? Them drop. What's his name? Jada Young and y'all boys go listen to that man. I still ain't never listened to that nigga from the first time he told me. Man, it's great. It's greatness, man. He done stop. He don't stack his voice as much now too, so the auto tune sound way better. Woo. Okay, I'm gonna give it a listen now. That baby twenty three man. He got a he got a song. I think it's called Draco. Woo, I was on the plane like, bro, what the fuck is this? We all know the true greatest Draco. <laughs> Draco's in with a book, man. Oh, oh, of oh, course, they're not going to talk the future, man. Super few, man. You already know, man. But to bring a little bit more structure back to this shit. A roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. While we were gone, the, the greatest artist of all time returned. Wait, and drop. Ronnie J made that? No, Dr. Dre. I don't know. I think it's Dr. Dre. I don't think it's Ronnie J. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I believe it's produced by Kanye, but uh, mixed master by Dr. Dre. And Kanye also wrote Travis Scott's verse, I'm pretty sure, because a, a demo leaked of this song probably like two weeks before it dropped, and Kanye was doing Travis Scott's verse. So that leads me to believe you already know. But yeah, I ain't like, when you really got, well, I mean, I guess we can go. What, what y'all feel about this song? I know y'all didn't heard it by now. Did y'all see the video? Nope. The video was a little abstract to me. You know, I was kind of like confused at first, but <laughs> overall, you know, it, it was interesting. <laughs> I, ain't watch, I ain't watched the video. I just heard, I heard the beginning of the song cut it off. Wow. My nigga uh, ain't even give it a chance. He, 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 he ain't really pick up until around a minute and a half. I told you, I don't know when it done happened. I don't know when it happened in my life, but I just turned into a thug, man. Oh man, man. That boy just want to hear the pain music, man. I swear to God, nigga, you know how I know I turned to a thug, nigga. I listen to Rod Wave. Hey, 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 nah. That fat bitch live, boy. I swear to God, that fat bitch live, boy. I don't know what it is, bro. Man, I've been trying to tell y'all, boy. Like I used to fuck with him, did it? I, I stopped. But then I don't, just ride around in the car, listen to that nigga, boy. I be like, oh, this young nigga saying some shit. Hey, Hey, that ride away makes TJ be from St. Pete, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. You but nah, bro. man, nah. I, uh, I played this Kanye song because there's a little bit of controversy surrounding the video. Obviously, uh, TJ, you seen the video. Adam, you see the video? Nah. All right. Uh, so the video is basically just a compilation of a whole bunch of different mm-hmm. ass clips that have gone viral over the years. And... Uh, Watch Us in the Blood, I think it had something like 3 million or 4 million views the first day. 
and was number one on trending on YouTube. But uh-huh. then YouTube removed it from trending and removed it from like removed it from something else. I forget. I need to pull it up so I don't like put out no misinformation or nothing. But it definitely got removed from trending. And the reason for it was because they said the videos, like the clips within the video were insensitive, but the video itself, I mean, the clips they used in the video, none of those actual videos on YouTube have been taken down as insensitive. So they hid the video on YouTube because it was insensitive, but none of the clips they used were marked as insensitive on YouTube. And it was it wasn't able to like stay trending. Basically, it wasn't able to chart as high, get as much publicity as it should have had. Because after the first day, they marked it with a whole bunch of shit. But even the clips used within the video wasn't marked with that same stuff. So it just like it just make it make you question shit. Like why? Like why? Why? Why they do that? And like what what the fuck is the case with this song? Like why did they feel that shit was inappropriate when they didn't feel none of the clips were inappropriate? alone but all together it's not able like people can't digest all that shit all together is that what YouTube is saying like I don't know but I feel like that's exactly what Kanye's point was like all this shit we need to be washed in the blood of fucking Jesus do y'all see all all the shit that's going on in the world we need to be washed in the blood but yeah I I just felt like that was funny that like they fucked up the videos views that shit had four million in the first day. Now it only has like seven million because they they did something to the algorithm, so it wouldn't show up. Mm, you know, I'm gonna get in my conspiracy bag. I feel like, you know, the mention of Jesus might have like not sat well with them boys, but they had to cover it up. I mean, of course. You I mean, you're, but you already know Kanye gave us Jesus walks. Right. I feel, but I'm just like in general though. Like we in a much more liberal society. To where like people look at like religion and spirituality is kind of like uh, hateful or like discriminatory, stupid stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I, know, I mean I that's just a possible saying. theory, you know. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, nobody actually would know. It's just it's funny. It's funny that that was the case. Like, how could you mark this video as insensitive, but none of the videos within the video. Are marked as in none of the original footage, basically. Yeah, yeah, man, that is strange. But in other news, the same man who put out that controversial video announced that he is running for president in 2020. You know, Kanye has said before. He was going to run for president in 2020. He's trolling hard, dog. And then he came back and said, oh, no, we're going to run in 2024. And now he's back again saying 2020. And the conspiracy theorists are out and saying he's doing this so he could split the black vote. How does that make y'all feel? So he could split the black vote for what? So Donald Trump. Because he's saying basically, he basically saying like he'll take away votes from Biden. But what's really throwing me off is. A lot of these people that's complaining about it is the same people that don't even rock with Joe Biden. <laughs> so it's kind of like, why would you vote what, for somebody you don't like? What, what, what's wrong with Joe Biden? What's, what's up with that? You said what's wrong so, with him? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's, I see people like they not fucking with Joe. Is he a so bad the most candidate? The most recent occurrence was like uh, that Charlemagne interview when uh, basically he said, like, uh, well, if you got to decide if you're voting for me or, or Trump, then you ain't black. 
So, you know, a lot of people are going to take offense to that, basically saying, like, he think he's owed um, the black vote just off the strength of him being a Democrat. And then if you go, like, to the past, like, some of his policies, you know, way back in the day, he was a little racist. Um, he's not a very well-spoken guy in general. Yeah, all right, TJ, let me take over from you. He's not well-spoken at all. That boy said, he said, <laughs> he said the, uh, Poor kids are just as smart as the white kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> like just foolishness, man. Like, but yeah, uh, Adam. To be more specific, the one of the oldest things Biden has done, or like one of the first things I should say, was back in like the '60s when segregation was still a thing. He said he was against integration because he didn't want his kids going to school in the racial jungle. Wow. And then fast forward 30 years later, he writes the crime bill. And to this day, he still brags about writing the crime bill, which basically made it. Well, one of the things within the crime bill was that crack will get a heavier sentence than cocaine when they're both derived from cocaine and actually crack is less pure than cocaine. So it's like, why would crack carry a heavier sentence than cocaine? If it's, if it has nothing to do with race, it had everything to do with race. I know it's, I know it's bad, but crack is 10 million times worse than regular Coke. It's more addictive and it's more, it's more potent. I've seen a cokehead before, and I've seen a crackhead before. I would rather be a cokehead than a crackhead. <laughs> but cocaine is more pure, and they're made from the same drug. So why no, would crack I, carry I a heavier? Cocaine is more expensive. Why would the less expensive drug carry a heavier, a heavier sentence if it's not about race? Uh, or if it's not based in race, at least. So, yeah. Probably they thinking the logic I'm, I was thinking just now. I feel like sometimes, no, man, I don't want to say say what I was gonna say. It's not radical, but at the same time, it might not be fully logical. It's, it's like it's like I feel like I feel like sometimes they don't be thinking racist. They just don't be thinking at all. That that's exactly what it is, Kyle. Like it's the same thing as motherfuckers not realizing they slaves when they're literal slaves. Like the same reason Harriet said she could have freed so many other motherfuckers if they realized they were slaves. Come on, going on. Now. Niggas don't realize what the fuck is going on. Like they don't like they can't differentiate between oh. Just because this is crack and this is cocaine, crack gets a heavier sentence. Like they just think, oh, it's just crack. That's why crack is way worse, man. But as soon as you actually start to think about it, like, wait, I can get a crack rock for three dollars. I can't get no cocaine for less than fifty dollars or however much it costs. Like once people actually start to think, that's when they start to become woke, so to speak. That's why the whole concept of woke is so fucking stupid. Because all it means is that you've actually sat down and thought about the world that you live in. And when you think about it, the fact that somebody's sitting down and thinking about the world that they live in is such a like, oh man, you're woke now. That shit's crazy. Like, that's such a big thing. That shit is ridiculous, man. That shit is fucking wild. Like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. We, we too deep right now. We too deep. We too deep. We got to pull back. But this yeah. is our first podcast in a couple of months. Come on. No, but yeah, uh, let me. I just want to correct this real quick. Kanye West has washed us in the blood, trended number one for 24 hours on YouTube. Now has been made age restricted, which means it can't trend. All the clips included are not, the lyrics are 100% clean. 
Uh, Kanye song gets age restricted and removed from trending. No cursing, no drugs, and no sexual themes. Man. But yeah, yeah Adam, that was uh, the background on Biden when you asked why, like, what's wrong with Biden? And people like, like, the main problem is Biden feels like just because he was Obama's vice president that erases any any other other shit that's on his record as well as that means all the black people should vote for him just like all the black people voted for Obama that's how Biden feels and it's evident whenever he speaks on the election that's why people are like man fuck Biden pretty much yeah I got you I get you Chris man let me tell y'all why a bitch just called my phone talking about who is this you called me, man. Hold on, I don't know you. I was at work all day. How the fuck I called you, dumbass hoe? <laughs> uh, I'm about to, I'm about to text that hoe back and tell her, hey, next time come correct, bitch. You don't know who the fuck you were talking to, yo. <laughs> Nigga said, come correct. How's she gonna come correct if she don't know who she's talking to? That's that's the whole point, right? There. You gotta, you gotta, you can't, you she can't get on came the, phone with the hostility. You can't, you can't come with the hostility like that, man. But you also can't come correct. Like coming correct means you I come precisely how it's supposed to be. All you gotta do be like, excuse me. Hell yeah. Uh, so you could have texted me. Yeah, yeah, she shouldn't have been snapping. That bitch should have came correct. Shit, man. We I guess we could finally get into it now, man. Once again, coronavirus. We like we all been having to live our lives amongst this shit. We we get a monthly update now. It's been two months since last time. We thought it was getting better at at our last podcast. Now we're predicting the worst is yet to come. Number <laughs> rush. Boys talking about a, a second wave. Boys might shut down sports for the for the second half of the yeah, year. Yeah, sports is done, bro. At least college football, college basketball is I mean college football and NFL. But no, no, no. College football is done. NFL is gonna try to go on and they like they're gonna have like three games and then cancel the rest of the season. I feel like for the if the thing is though, like because college football and NFL are on the same schedule. If you're going to cancel college or, like, postpone college, you got to postpone the league because you're kind of putting all the all the seniors at a, like, disadvantage who's trying to go to the next level. Nah, here's the thing. They don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> they don't care about that. True. All they care about is the money, True enough. especially the NFL owners. So, like, the NFL, they're going to be like, okay, we're not making no money off NCAA. We're we doing our fucking games, empty stadium. We're going to get our TV contract money, then it is what it is. The, like they're gonna yeah. have the NCAA have to deal with that problem, and the NCAA is probably gonna leave it into the conferences' hands, and then the conferences is probably just gonna leave it to the schools, which is just gonna leave it to the SEC playing, and probably Ohio State playing, and that's it, <laughs> and that's it. And Clemson is gonna be the su- crazy the thing southern is, schools, man. a couple Midwest schools, and that's it. Bro, if I'm it comes down to that, it's gonna be crazy, bro. Imagine. Imagine, bro. Imagine you gotta play. You you playing a sport, right? And no fans. Like, how the fuck you gonna get hyped, bro? That's the thing. It's gonna. That's why they. That's the thing with the NBA right now. I like, mean, low key. I mean, they've been doing it with soccer though, so it's it's possible. Nah, it's on a lower scale, of course. But when we play flag football, we be hyped as hell. It's just you know, just competition between your people. So I would assume True. it's the same. Just like if you playing like in the street or some shit, you still gonna be hyped. You still gonna want to play. 
Yeah, my thing ain't about the hypeness of it or like the competitiveness of it. My thing about it is just the overall fans bring a different aspect to the game that won't Definitely. be there. It, it's gonna feel more like practice <laughs> than a game. Yeah. To me, that's why like that's why I was about to say the NBA. Only, only way it could be good is if they put microphones on their helmet so we can hear what they're saying. In the NBA, LeBron's about to dominate with no friend with no fans. Cause it's like there's no pressure on this man. Like I don't, like fans bring that added. Like fans is the variable that can't be accounted for. So like everybody know going into the game, Patrick Mahomes got the biggest arm in the league. Tyreek Hill, one of the fastest receivers in the league. But the fans being too hyped could cause him to overthrow that nigga a couple times. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the like mm-hmm. it's a, the fans is that hidden variable. That's the home field advantage, my nigga. The fans, the fan like, and I feel like it's going to show how underappreciated that aspect of sports is because like i've already seen it because y'all know i watch wrestling they ain't had well they didn't have fans for like a month and a half now they got like 15 motherfuckers in the crowd and it's like man nah man this shit ain't no this is not like it's getting better because like sometimes they put in fake crowd noise and shit so it get like you can cope with it but it's like damn this like you you notice the difference and i'm sure it's going to be the same with any sport you're going to, like, the, the difference is going to be tangible. You can tell how shit would be if, well, you're not going to be able to tell how shit would be if there were fans, but you, you, you're you going to be able to see the difference in the quality of players or the lack thereof, because I feel like it's going to show, like, the best players are going to shine more with no fans, and, the like, the lesser players are going to get embarrassed more, because it's, like, the playing field, as it, like, whatever the opposite of a level playing field is, that's what having no fans is. Like it, it eliminates any advantage you will get. I mean, it it maximizes any advantage you have over your opponent because it eliminates the variable that you can't control. You saying less anxiety from the fans gonna make you play better? Essentially, I feel I like think, it's not I think even, Paul George gonna go crazy. Yeah, I feel like it's not even potentially. I feel like it's I can't say proven fact, but it's like it's just common sense, so to speak. Like. It's you just it's just you and the man across from you. That's all you got to worry about. I ain't gonna lie. Honestly, right. I think Paul George the best person in NBA. I know that was you random. Say I that, know man. that was random. I know it's random. I don't know. I just watch how he play and his skill. Like you know, it's, it's too. It's his game too smooth. But and if they're gonna let him carry every time he dribble, he the best. Paul George is like. LeBron mixed with KD, but not, I don't know. It's hard to describe him. Like, uh, I always looked at Paul George as like LeBron, if he was a little bit less aggressive, but could shoot better. And, but Paul George got a fucking shot, boy. And, and he's 10 years younger than LeBron. Like, I'm telling before Paul George broke his ankle in the Olympics, that nigga, man, he was trending upwards. But he won. He was. He wasn't a full blown scorer like he is after the after the uh, what you call it. But yeah, I think like, I think the injury forced him to you feel me get the shot right, get the handles, everything. He's the perfect example of somebody like that that's gonna thrive with no fans. Just like uh, this, I can't even think of nobody off the top of my head. But somebody like, for example, Jeremy Lin back in like 2012. If it wasn't no fans, y'all think that nigga would have been out there doing that shit? If he wasn't, if he wasn't in Madison Square Garden with people going crazy at everything he did, y'all think Jeremy Lin would have been able to do what he did? Yeah, no. Like it's just the fans, man. They that it's the energy they give to the players, and players use that shit 
to better their game. I don't know. That, that, that's mm-hmm. it's funny though because that's a, that's an aspect of the game that's not really talked about. Like it's glanced over, but it ain't really talked about. Like they'll mention home court advantage or home field advantage, but you nobody would go in depth into how fans truly affect the outcome of a game. Alone, where I was just distracted. I can't let y'all know what it was. Though. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, one thing I was about to say, I find, I kind of, in terms of like the whole, you know, sports and question thing, I kind of feel bad for them guys who like was projected first rounders coming out their junior year and decided to come back for their senior season. Because you could have been in a whole, you could have been in a whole other position right now. Think about a dude like Chubba Howard from Oklahoma State. Rushed for like 2,000, 2000 yards last year. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Easy first rounder. Now you went back to school. Season probably not going to happen when it's supposed to. And got to deal with like, a racist ass coach. Exactly. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like, that jump just went so left for him, man. That shit is crazy. Like, that's, that's what uh, kind of, it kind of has to do with the conversation we was having in the chat, TJ, about how so many moving parts of Corona, like, so how all this shit that's been affected because of Corona and how shit is still not like nothing is for sure right now. Like nobody knows what the fuck is going on and nobody knows how the fuck the world is going to be three months from now, let alone six months from now, let alone a year from now. And that shit is so like everybody's stuck, not necessarily stuck, but it's just like niggas don't, a decision you made months ago could be looking weird in the light right now, but you could have never foreseen this coming. Because oh, oh. while we on the topic of sports, man, relatively man. breaking news, man. Relatively breaking news. Black excellence, you already know. Even though this nigga <laughs> barely black nigga eat ketchup on steak. <laughs> but yeah, man, Patrick Mahomes, breaking news. Signs a 10-year contract extension with the Kansas City Chiefs after leading them to a Super Bowl and a year after winning the MVP. Uh, they said it could be worth up to, well, at first they said it could be $400 million plus. Mm. But the latest news is that it could be worth up to $503 million with incidents. Bro, how your deal go up a hundred million in three hours? Nigga, bro? in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that shit came out four hundred million plus. Now, refresh the timeline. This nigga saying five hundred and three million. Oh, that. Ooh. This is some groundbreaking shit, man. That's what like the NFL, like the highest NFL contract, I believe, was for one hundred eighty million or something like one seven. Like it's around there. This nigga then surpassed the two hundred million range. Surpassed the three hundred million range. <laughs> surpassed the four hundred million dollar range technically, and went straight to five hundred million. But shit, it's what you call it though. It's ten years, so that's still fifty million a year, nigga. Man, but that's I think it. He get it's I, I up to five hundred and three million. He guaranteed like one sixty, I believe, right? Something like but that. Like, but like, we knew he was gonna reset the market, but you know, most of the time quarterbacks get 
what? barely like, more. Like they five, they get five year two hundred. I thought I thought that way he was gonna be like five five year two hundred mil. That's what I thought he was gonna be at. I felt like he was gonna do. Like I, th- I low key thought he was gonna just keep doing one year deals. Like I felt like that was an actual thing that he could do. It's just like, all right, nigga, I'm gonna do a one year deal. to when the next quarterback get paid, boom, another one year. <laughs> just keep doing like, cause I remember that's what LeBron did when he went back to the uh, Cavs from Miami. He just do a one year deal and then player option and resign for the new maximum, so he'd get the most money. Right. So I thought that's what like that was a possibility for Mahomes. It's funny that a ten year like we ain't seen a ten year deal in sports in so fucking long. Well, at least in basketball or the NFL, we ain't seen a ten year deal in years. Right. So they, I don't know who y'all think this works out better for the Chiefs mm. or Mahomes. Hold on, just to be clear. The deal is worth four hundred million dollars over the ten-year period, and could be worth up to five hundred three million, and includes a hundred forty million dollar injury guarantee as well as a no-trade clause. I mean, you look at a guy like Mahomes; he's he's still fairly young, so I, I feel like it's it's a win-win for both sides. I can't really say. Uh... Ten years a long time, and and if he was planning on staying in his whole career, like I, yeah. I, I think he was, I, I know they weren't gonna let it uh, go. So, hey, hold on, man. That's, this well, that's love, man. hey, let me let me break down the contract a little bit more for y'all. Ah, man, Mahomes, Mahomes will receive eighty-three million dollars plus in signing bonuses from twenty twenty-one to twenty twenty-three. Twenty-one point seven million in twenty-one, twenty-seven point four million in twenty-two, and thirty-four million plus in twenty-three. Those first three years are fully guaranteed. The Chiefs added twenty-five million dollars in incentives over ten years for Mahomes, starting in twenty-two and for ten years running. Mahomes will have a 1.25 million incentive for winning the AFC Championship game and a 1.25 million incentive for winning the NFL MVP. Damn. Damn, is that fair? An extra 2 million a year, 2.5 million a year to get to the uh so it's really yeah, it's basically the 450. 450 base and whenever that nigga win MVP or Super Bowl or whenever he went MVP or the ARC championship, he get an extra one point two five, and it's the rich, the richest value contract the- in American professional sports history. Yeah, he he that's pretty much half a bill right there. If you meet the all the uh, incentives, nigga, that's I mean that's a smooth four fifty just off of football. You are you know how many endorsements he probably get? That's a for sure bill, bro. Oh yeah, that's for sure bill. I feel like. What's that? God damn! I, <laughs> I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs might be the new Patriots in terms of like that. That I'm dynasty like, type. He got at least four more MVPs on them too, boy. Right. That nigga throwing that shit. That uh, is really they all gonna you keep gotta drafting do. Most just keeps running in with Man, decent do niggas at receiver that can run. That boy launching that shit. 
Right. They got two young, fast receivers. You still got Travis Kelsey. But yeah. Tyreek Young still young. They just got me. And they just got uh, the running back from LSU who was a good receiver. Travis uh, Kelsey was old. Yeah, he, uh, All that was was low key just to catch. Or, I mean, nigga, when your passing game that great, I feel like whoever they plug in that running back gone, 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 shine. Cause All right. that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like whoever they put in gone. Cause but everybody, check this I'd out. Though, this was really thing. bizarre. Oh. Right? You see how we, we just got Pat? Pat oh, that's quick got touchdowns. A, pretty like much five hundred million dollar deal. On the flip side, my boy Cam Newton finally signed for his base salary like five million. That ain't even his base. That's his maximum. Yeah, he he pretty much guaranteed what five hundred thousand. Damn, I didn't even know that. That's like his guaranteed money. I think that's like uh, the vet min. Wait, is that even a vet minimum? Like I don't know. It's some somebody uh-huh. that does seem off to me. Yeah, but he guaranteed five. That's ridiculous, man. man. And Cam ain't no scrub either. Like this is a former MVP. You feel me? Yeah, like, I think and he got he got the NFC best. champion. Like man, man, I've been saying this shit. I've been saying this shit since Corona first hit. It's gonna be so. I'm gonna be so salty that, when it ain't no football season because there's so many uh, fucking storylines going into up. this season, man. Oh my gosh, there's so many storylines going into this season. So much, not necessarily so much shit at play, but it's just just a lot of shit has happened. And it's about to be yeah. There ain't, ain't even gonna be no football season for us to see this shit. Like, uh, like a lot of unexpected turns that you would have never thought. Right. Of this has been the like, craziest NFL offseason ever, bro. Think about it. Tom Brady left the Patriots. Like, right. Came out of retirement and joined them. Like, so much crazy shit has happened, man. Like, what if AB get to a team? But you. If AB come back to the team and they cancel, if AB come back to a team and they cancel, cancel the season, season that nigga's rent is gonna, gonna be the like outrageous most potential <laughs> season of all time. That shit is gonna be the wildest. <laughs> good boy, good, good. <laughs> I don't know if Deion Sanders changing his mind. He he mentored him back. Get it done. I feel like if anybody oh, that man. Do a didn't give him his own record label with me, man. That's somebody everybody respect. Missing opportunity, boy. I still remember I seen this man Deion oh, yeah, Sanders he... in the store, and I ain't say nothing to him. <laughs> I, it was in Tallahassee. He was with his sons. Well, that boy they was in Walgreens. So that makes I was sense. Like, oh, this, I'm like, is, is that that nigga? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers can sing. Motherfuckers put on the good shit. All right. Uh, I think two Sundays ago. No, no, no. It might have been last Sunday. Not this pat. Not yesterday. But last Sunday. What was the BT Awards? Yeah. 
yeah, the, the one before that. Hmm, what was I doing? What was I doing? <laughs> um, at night? Oh, I probably was asleep. Fuck that. You know, and I just <laughs> I'm trying to think like, was I really doing something? Man? Oh, oh yeah, UPS about the, uh, the awards. Year. Actual <laughs> performances was good. That's all I can ask for. I, I, I turn to it. They just ironically, know. right when Lil Wayne was starting to perform his. No, I don't know. I don't remember, but I know one of the first performances I saw was Lil Wayne, and he was doing the Kobe song, my nigga, from back in the day. He had a new verse on that bitch snapping. You already know G O A T man. You already know. Uh, I think I seen Alicia Keys. Her performance was kind of weird to me. And uh, well, that's as far as noteworthy shit. For like, well, I didn't see the the baby performance. I seen a lot of people talking about that shit. Like the officer, well, I, I didn't see it live, but I watched the YouTube of it. it was, nigga had the uh, knee on his neck shit. Mm. Oh, okay, switch top of it. I think uh, it was uh, Beyonce's <laughs> it, uh, homecoming album. Who did album. Roddy Rich beat? For I'm the saying album it, I'm look it up. You were about to say that show was a live album, but it was it was pretty much who you, who you would expect. It was Meg, oh, Meg, Meg well, Lizzo, the, uh, the baby, the and yeah. somebody else. I don't know. I'm about, I'm about to get the official. Though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, easy dub. Got it. Got it. <laughs> they probably put PTSD on us. Uh, it is what it is. It's Greg not, it's not as my dog G Herbo said. Greg, the biggest Roddy Rich fan. I was about to say Greg was the first nigga on the Greg, Greg, like, Greg like not necessarily oh. radio rappers, but he like he like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that boy was fucking with the baby. Right, huh? I like, only song right I like about him when I first heard him was uh that Walker's what's the Texas Ranger? Taking forever to look. Oh, oh please excuse Ranger. me for being anti-social. Roddy Rich beats out Fever by Megan Thee Stallion, Kirk by the Baby, Cause I Love You by Lizzo, Homecoming Alive album by Beyonce, and I used to know her by her. Nah, you know what pissed me off? This bitch Lizzo won best R&B artist over Beyonce, bro. I used to best know best R&B pop artist. No sir, Lizzo. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe Lizzo it. Lizzo R&B. I thought she was a rapper. I didn't even know Lizzo was still relevant right now. Huh? But no, listen to who she be out, bro. What the what Her, did she say? What she said in the song Black Janae and Eiko, Greg to like I don't what she Kehlani, said, what she said Summer what? Walker and Beyonce. She beat Beyonce Kehlani, Summer Walker and Jean Aiko? Janae. Oh uh, yeah, Janae's she album dropped relatively recently because me and Nate definitely listened to that shit. We might I might have slightly talked about it on the pod. Janae dropped that. I feel album. like it dropped in March. Yeah, Kalani dropped an album within that time frame too. See. Nah, nigga. Well, I say, I, nah, like, you, you mentioned it. Yeah, I can hear it now. Hold on, y'all can hear the call. 
Or should I, I guess I should just run through all the categories. No, I really shouldn't because I, I don't care that much. Man. Fuck BT Awards, man. Uh, it was a good sure. show. Though. I appreciate it. And I appreciate it. They weren't going to do any more uh, advertising from white owned brands or something like that. But I don't know if that's like, I, I can't, don't don't quote me on that. But I feel like they announced something along those lines or like, I don't know. But I, I, I was, I was seeing that a lot. But what's funny, what's funny to me about that is BT is owned well, by Viacom, with and I want to say Viacom. Ad, yeah, so it's like, man, that's what's on, funny bro. about all, all this shit. All these companies want to release statements saying Black Lives this, Black Lives that, but still are using basically not necessarily slave labor, but not equal, not equal pay for equal work, and most of their workers are black. They're still, it's still exploiting black people at the end of the day, and it's like, okay, nigga, you. You release a statement, but what the fuck is that going to do? My nigga, put money into the it, shit. You even donating, but why not just donate directly to a black family Damn, as opposed dang. to a charity that gets assimilated and no, like you can't, you, you, you personally don't even know what happens to the funds. So how can you say you care when you just donate into a charity and you don't even know exactly what they're going to do with your money? All right. But that's that southern shit, man. Guys just started going back down here. It had been up to two dollars for a little bit. Pete, my gas going back up. No, I feel like they've been playing with that shit. Pete quarantine. Two oh five. Pete quarantine. I've been going quarantine. Listen to this, man. First off, Pete quarantine. Uh, yeah, oil yeah. prices dropped to negative. Well, not necessarily negative. They dropped to below a dollar per barrel. So that means that gas prices technically Ooh. should have been in the cents, my nigga. <laughs> in the fucking cents, bro. But <laughs> I feel like they, uh, I don't you know how seven it was dollars. in Miami, but I know here in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how it was in Miami, but I know here in Ohio. <laughs> For like uh, the whole April and in the first half of May, gas was like a dollar seventy nine or a dollar eighty nine, one of those two, and it just stayed the exact same price for like a whole month straight. And I'm like, ain't no way the gas price ain't gonna fluctuate a little bit when I just seen that the price of oil has dropped to below a dollar per barrel. Like, I'm not about to tell me that gas is gonna stay a dollar seventy nine for a month. So my theory was that like they just came together as gas stations. It was like, look, bro, we're not gonna drop this shit below a dollar seventy nine, and then they just didn't. And then after a month, they started to raise that shit a little bit, slightly, 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 and now that shit was at like two ten, I think, Father's Day, and it's starting to come back down to like a dollar ninety, dollar eighty five. But yeah, I feel like they kept that shit at a dollar seventy nine for a couple months there, just because they was like, man, we ain't about to let y'all get the true true local gas prices but the lowest i got gas for was like a dollar 40 well the original price was a dollar 40 but then i had 30 cents off gas so it ended up being a dollar 14 for the tank up for ten dollars nigga that shit was beautiful oh, damn. I, I know something that's better. Nigga, my dad tell me stories all the time. Like back in the day, gas stations they used to have it where you would just go up, pump your gas, and then pay. So them, them boys would just 
She can just exactly, steal the cash. Bro. <laughs> but Ooh, back then, the gas was oh six. Gas was just six Nigga, back then. Though. So oh, like a, a gallon of gas could have been like a dollar. So niggas pack together some quarters to get to where they need to go or whatever. That shit is up. So it's like you ain't really gonna be sleep. My dad still is so cheap. That <laughs> <laughs> nigga still got plenty of stories <laughs> of them niggas stealing gas. I'm about to say, because even though it's cheap, it's still a hassle to go back in the store. I can't imagine living in society like that, bro. That's nigga, what it come down. That's what it, that's get, probably nigga, really why he prepaid gas. And if you, if you, I mean, non-prepaid gas, post-pay. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's next level, boy. Boys had too oh, much faith, hey. man, in each other. <laughs> Those niggas, they, they, they did not think that through. Nah, low-key, they probably didn't what even. What the fuck? Like, when they did it, they didn't have the poor person in mind, bro. They just said, all right, uh, this they, shit already cheap, so we're going to, like, ain't even no point. They ain't everybody know Somebody going to need to steal this shit. But you got to think, though. Think, like, restaurants. Like, you go sit down and eat. You eating before you mm, pay for that the food. That is true. So they probably not, have the same but, concept with gas. Like, all right. Gas ain't. Pun the gas, gas way more immediate, pay. though. So you saying because you get the gas quicker, I mean, you would gas is something more to pay beforehand. To, like, going to a store as opposed to going to a restaurant. Like, at the store, you pay for your shit. Then, get, then you can leave the store. But I think you that's the with same right, concept. Right. Like you come into the gas station. Well, I don't know because I'm about to say you come into the gas station only if you getting some shit from out of the gas station too. But they ain't have cars to pay at the pump back then, so it's like niggas was coming into the gas station to pay regardless. I don't know what they was doing, man. I don't know. That's white. Like white people don't never think none of their ideas through. That's why we're in the position we're in right now, bro. They don't. They don't. <laughs> They don't like they don't they don't cover every base, my nigga. They just they have a, a idea and it 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 doesn't go beyond the surface. They just have that idea, that thought, then like, okay, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. Like, for example, white supremacy, my nigga. Okay, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna make all the blacks our slaves, and we're just gonna be on top. Yeah. <laughs> like that was that was the plan, bro. That's what it was. And it's like, now nah, look at it. They didn't think this shit through. So now, as opposed to either us being still slaves or us being all dead, now they got to deal with us in an integrated society because they didn't think they're playing all the way the fuck through. That's just on the grand scale, my nigga. So you can imagine what the fuck they doing on the small scale. (laughs) Man. Man. This shit too crazy out here, man. It's too crazy. Oh, you know, I'm really missing just some ice cream, man. This was some ice cream. From a nigga claiming that he want to cut back on the sweets, man. And I I ain't get on the expressway. Hey, Kyle, tell me why I, I got an email. And boy, saw my uh, free um, dozen yeah. ice cream donuts for you. Buy a dozen. Little too late. I, 
I, I think that I, I signed up for the little rewards program. That, is that for on um, Saturday? My granny all the time, but I ain't been in a minute. But I might have to slide back. Yo, she's so great. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Nigga, we used to go to every Saturday. I, I, every Saturday, I go to. No bullshit. I swear to God, I hit school with them boys up. If I'm at school house, we ain't doing shit. I'm like, y'all boys, what y'all trying to do, man? Oh, my God. Damn. Why this line so long? The, the Futures album dropped yeah, before or after our last So, did you listen to it? I got a pee, man. What was it? Oh, after. Of course. It is definitely a weak album, but, you know, <laughs> I fucked with some songs off there. You know, that posted with Demon. Top two. <laughs> I, still, I only listen oh, to that I, shit. I'm surprised. Time, time, would be some songs come on shuffle and I'll be shot like, damn, this was on that album. Because no my first listen, I was there. just so underwhelmed, my nigga. I was so I was underwhelmed, bro. Right. So I I ain't yeah. even go back to it because you know how you know what kind of regard I hold future in my nigga. So I don't even I wouldn't even buy do it to myself when I got all this other shit I could listen to right. if I wanted to hear some future. So I was like, I if you think about the the past few projects, like well, high off life and then save me. It's a hold on, I ain't but no, no, no. Save me, save me. It's save not his best, flame, but save me is flame. I think I think it was decent, but I'm saying it's not like his his best work. You know what I'm saying? Like he like not at his prime, but he's man, still I, I felt that way about Future since time. like Super Slime. You know what I'm, I'm gonna say Prime, we don't know future, prime future was we that. We all know that, what Prime Future yeah, that, was. Hell no, boy. What 2017? Like, right? 20, no, it gotta yeah. be 2015. Gotta be. Gotta be from Prime Future um, is from which one set it off? Beast Mode. Monster, Monster Drop Halloween which one set it 14. Off? It's from that, that shit from Monster what a time to, to be alive. Fucking, uh, in that time frame, everything in that shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. And it's just been slowly but surely decline. But it's uh, he's so great. Even right Not now. Not necessarily though, because Hendrix. Hendrix. Even what TJ said is true. Yeah, I'm gonna say both of them albums. That's. Damn, that that was like a resurgence. I mean, it wasn't even a resurgence. It was just this nigga really went nowhere though. That's the crazy. The only part. the only miss he had in that period could technically be Evolve, and that shit was still no. See, boy, see? man, see? that album so hard to me, bro. I, I, I like, I, and I knew it was like kind of slept on. Like it didn't get a lot of attention, but that album so hard to me. Bro. Evo, I, I, I like another mixtape. Like it should Rain. just been a mixtape as, as opposed to calling it an album. Number one, you say you like even mm-hmm. over Purple Rain. I remember when Purple Rain first I just came out. Like, I did not Chris. like this shit. Chris was well, that shit is playing in the room, boy. Hey, bro, no talk. That I, I mean, nah, purple... it's all right. I can see why you would say that, but man, I can still. Yeah, Purple Rain still hard. To nope, me. I feel like no talk. Rain, my favorite song. I on felt that. like had a lot of filler. But going back to it, that shit is actually like it might be one of the at least like top seven future. I don't know. I can't I can't confirm it though. But I know between the songs that I already loved off of first listen, like uh Perky's Calling, Purple Rain, Inside the Mattress, shit like that, combined with shit that I've come to love in the years. Like I'll I'll be looking at the track list like, damn, Purple Rain, low key, man, might 
it's a continuation of the run. Like I used to say, the run was over after what a time to be alive. Like I just said, with Purple Rain, that shit still got. It still got. Purple, I think Purple Rain. I think Evolve was the end of the run, not Purple Rain. Cause people, a lot of people fuck with Purple Rain too. When Purple Rain dropped, they was loving yeah. that shit. It's when Evolve came out, they was like, all right, all right. It's starting to get a little too too oversaturated. And, but now the self the self title album, man, that future. As soon as I heard that first track, that rent money, I'm like, hold that, on, man. man. Hold when, Chris, when Chris, he was like, he was like. Chris heard it first, and he was like, "Boy, you need to listen to this shit." I was like, "I was like, oh, we gonna see." I'm like, "I don't want to hear it." He like, "Bro, this shit is hard. This shit hard." I'm like, "Nah, I ain't listening, boy." I mean, I he, I don't put on the headphones. I started playing Madden. I was like, "Hold on, Chris, what this is, boy? That motherfucker, uh, what this shit called? Oh, uh, that uh, damn, I do good dope. I sell good coke. I, oh, play the put up. I had to run that shit back." Tiffany. We going shopping at Tiffany. We going shopping at Tiffany. Oh, Bro, Future <laughs> and Hendrix back to back. Like, I, like you can't say like nobody could ever do that again. I don't feel like the only person that could ever do it that again. Shit was a is week Drake, apart. Drake it? is the only person that could ever do it again, my nigga. Two, two completely different vibes on two completely different albums back to back, bro. But know what's crazy about them tapes though? Like, Future was dropping them. As a as a as a means to get out of that bad contract with uh, Rocco, and it's like you know what I'm saying he could have just threw out anything, he put out his but best. he put that out, yeah, bro, under like the rest pretty much because it's just like you in this bad contract trying to get out as soon as possible, and this nigga dropping some gems, nigga. It was just, like I was already content with Future, but when Future dropped, I was like, oh shit, I, I wish it was a little bit more of the singy shit on here. And then come to find out, this nigga is doing a, a whole nother album the next week, nigga. The next week. Like, I don't know. I, I wonder how our kids going to look at Future. Because not like us. I bet my kid do, nigga. <laughs> that nigga going to know. That nigga is going to know, bro. <laughs> He gonna know. Like, I'm gonna have that nigga's tweets printed out and uh, put up on the wall. Like, yeah, this is the guy. Are you? Yeah, this is super. This is what we used to be doing back in the day, man. This is how we used to treat them. That's what you need to know, man. That boy come back. You said this is how we used to treat them? <laughs> <laughs> No, re- Yo, no respect, man. We don't support bitches, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, they, if, if they entertain it, we don't support it. Go get a job. But yeah, man. Future the GOAT, man. But we this latest not. album. Go be a nurse. It may not be it. I'm I'm, I'm going to listen again relatively soon. No, it, it's not going to change your opinion, man. I should got this. Hey, Low-key, honestly, though. He rapping good on that though. Oh, I am tripping about the fucking crash. Goddamn, cap. Uh, what I'm saying though, I didn't even know I had the wheel cut just then, but I'm finna run straight into a car. But uh, that boy, uh, he rapping good. Some of his verses, like the verses, good. The product, all the beats sound the exact same. They all, they all, uh, 808 mafia type shit. And it's all, it's all like, it's like trap rap type. Not even trap rap, because clearly he a trapper, but it's like it's like that 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 
To me, it sounds like Rick Ross track. Like that uh, 20, like that Justice League type sound. Like, not a real, like, not an authentic trap song, like, polished, like, motherfucking, like, it just don't sound good, man. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that type of man, trap. Man, I just, I feel like that wasn't the album he planned on dropping at first. Like, when Life is Good came out, I know that wasn't the album that was going to come out with that song. Man, that boy, uh, he, he just gooking, man. I don't know what it is. But he be saying some shit on, he, he still saying some shit on the album, of course. But you can't just get over the that the song's so meh. All right, on to more mediocre. What y'all think about Gunner's album? Hey, y'all, did I send y'all the... Uh, man, man, y'all heard the needle drop, right? Do it on yeah. YouTube. Anthony, Anthony Fan, whatever. So, Anthony Fantano. Man, that boy said... Um, he said, like... He said, this is probably going to best tape, but that's just saying it's the best of the worst. Because <laughs> he, he, he don't like Gunner at all. He said, he said the tape was so, he said the tape was so mediocre, like, he couldn't enjoy it, but he couldn't hate it at the same time. Like, something crazy like that. But personally, I mean, I felt like the production was good. Gunner wasn't really saying too much. Honestly, he don't never really yeah, say too much. I don't, I don't like that he's starting. If to me, it's feel like he reducing the amount of auto tune on his voice, and his voice sound bad. Like he need to, <laughs> he needs to add some more tune to it. He need to make his shit robotic. Boy, his voice do not sound good to me. No. That voice is robotic. Hey, you know that? You know the uh, video? You know how they do the uh, the little acoustic videos or the ones like. I forgot what the YouTube series is, Yo. but the one he did for Top Off, where it was like he um, like recorded it live, was that his natural voice today? Well, yeah, but too. he not, but he rapping like on that on that song, he don't sing sing like like he was doing on the album a little bit on on the last album, on that Matt. I'm about to call the album Matt Gala. What is it called? Gun one, wanna wanna. Nigga, what did you get? Matt wanna. Gala. I should know. That's a song on that called oh, yeah, Matt Gala. Yeah, 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 I'm tripping. There's a song on that called Matt Gala. That's the only song I kind of really like. Because that's one of, that's a that's a gunner song right there. You feel me? That it's it's like it got it got like one of them one of them um 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 what I'm talking about to say type feels. Uh it sound to me it sounds like the verse his verse no his chorus on Travis Scott shit. Uh, what you call? Uh with now Yosemite. You know yeah, it, your, it got like the way he rapping. It sound like that to me. Like every bar, every bar he say, I could visualize that shit. Let me just say, I'm low key getting tired of these niggas' beats. Come on, weezy. Nah, not even necessarily weezy. Just the same, same. Wait, Cal, you saying so? When Gunna performed Top Off yeah. on the Color Show, the clip that went viral on Twitter, you saying that barely was though, but not a lot. Like if if he had auto tune, it wasn't a lot. Okay. I don't know. I was. I want to say I need Gunna to come with some new flows, but I feel like his flow do be different, but his cadence be the same. Yeah. And if that's the case, I feel like he can't really change that if he ain't changed it by now. I'm hurt right now, man. I came all the way here. 
I honestly feel like I don't think you're gonna be able to replicate like that like drip season three type vibe. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like when like when when an artist put out something that's like like mind blowing, like you kind of like shock the world with it. It's hard to like follow up with that same like. Level of, I guess. Honestly, to me, this whatever, is just but. this. This the only kind of bad project he done put out. Every other project he done put out since Drip Season Two, since I started listening to him, I can listen. I'll listen to the majority of them songs all the time. When I heard this album, I only listened to it for like two times and never listened to it again. I thought I was bumping it for like a week, but it wasn't nothing that was like. like it's, I, I think it's still decent, but it wasn't like. Yeah, I just like mind blowing. That, nigga, I just, that nigga, because his music is what it is. I just can't listen to it all the time. It just like not only does it get samey, it's just like nigga, I want to hear some other shit, especially like now, like over the last couple months, man. That's part of the reason why I started listening to Griselda and shit more because I was just like these niggas. You yeah, like something different. Y'all niggas ain't, man. What is rap right now, man? <laughs> what it, like what the fuck what the fuck is going <laughs> on, man? Like <laughs> what, what the what, what the <laughs> fuck? Like these niggas ain't really talking about shit. That's why that shit really that ain't really shit, shit really killed. Like I was having this conversation with um I forget who the fuck I was talking about this shit with. And I forget who the fuck we was talking about, but it was, oh, no, 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 I was having this conversation with my nigga Reek about Travis Scott once that uh, Kanye song came out, and I was like, damn, it took this nigga Kanye to write Travis Scott's verse for him to say anything of substance in his fucking raps, and it's like, all right, you don't gotta be no lyrical, miracle-ass nigga, but my nigga, at the end of the day, hip-hop is looked at as the lead thing in black culture, meaning black kids all across the world look at hip hop as to what a black person in America should be. <clears throat> so yeah, you can be flexing, you can talk your shit, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But at the end of the day, when you have your platform, you should still be able to articulate yourself on black issues to some extent, and that shit should still be part of your music to some extent and this nigga Travis Scott had not done that up until this point and it's a Kanye written verse that he does it for for the first time not for the first time but like for the first time that you can actually pinpoint the shit so it's just it's it's a not necessarily an internal conflict it's just a thing that comes along with being a fan of hip hop that like understanding that it's really not in a good place right now as far as motherfuckers that can actually talk to you about some shit like I want like I wanted the pod so bad when a no name and J. Cole shit happened cause it's like I'm I'm gonna be on no name side a hundred fucking percent cause at the end of the day she was writing her tweet saying J. Cole not necessarily J. Cole but niggas hold discographies be about the black plight, but then when they, when black people need them to say some shit about the black plight, they don't say shit. Like people, people are looking at like her, like, oh, how can you expect but, that from Neil? How can you do that? Just do this, this, that, and the other. But let me put it to y'all this way: when a nigga's whole discography is about killing motherfuckers and being a hard ass nigga, 
when he get his chain snatched, you look at him crazy, don't you? Exactly. Now, I get now. I agree, Chris. But in regards to the situation with J. Cole, people are taking it as if like Buddy wasn't doing nothing at all. You know what I mean? Like we seen him out there, you know, marching with the people, you know. But he's just not a very commercial dude about it. But it's like this man is a probably arguably one of the biggest rappers, you know, out there. Top three, of, like top three fame levels. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you out here marching with the people just like any other regular dude, you know what I'm saying? Like no extra security, like no photo shoot type deal, none of that. You know what I mean? So I feel like for him to do that. Oh like, no, I'm not saying so, he like, don't care. care. I'm like, saying now how can your whole discography be about the black plight, but then you make a song criticizing a black woman for saying, nigga, you don't know enough about this shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, how how are you mad for not only no name, but and I, I guess other black people such as myself to an extent expecting you to step up to the plate when your whole career you've been saying, oh, yeah, we need people to step up to the plate. We need more black. Like when your whole music is about black empowerment, how can you feel a way when people look at you to step up to the plate when it's time for black empowerment to come to the forefront? Now, are you saying this in in response to J. Cole? Because it wasn't J. Cole out there doing what now, I'm not doing? saying it necessarily in response. I'm just You saying, but yeah, you saying it to like but you saying it to other rappers too that do the same thing. Yeah, as and my J. Cole. thing with the being out in the streets thing, that's just one part of it. You still have to be the voice that you're like you're still a voice. Being on the street is just one part of the act. Like that's 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 a given like you're supposed like this is for your rights as well just because you rich don't mean like nigga of course you're supposed to march for your rights like you don't get a pat on the back for that just because you're famous like of course we do as society give them a pat on the back for doing it but in reality that shouldn't so, be the case my nigga so what more should he that's have for done? him to like he's rich it has the power to make moves behind the scenes that's that's the point that no name was trying to get motherfuckers to see that like nigga you have money, but you have who access. knows if he's doing that or not. Cause I, I kind of like I'm I'm kind of leaning towards what Kyle's saying. Like you, I feel like you can't judge somebody like efforts and activism just off their social media it's profile not, and like no, what no, they put out on the screen. Off that, I'm you judging him off the content in his song. In his song. Not, you no, saying no, no, you saying based on no, his, no, his song, the, 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 the song, yeah, no name, the song in the song to no name. He explicitly okay, says, yeah, yeah. "Okay, not I'm not book, as yeah. educated on issues as you are. Maybe you should reach down to me and pull me up and try to help me and try to educate me." And no name basically said, "Nigga, you're already like it shouldn't be her responsibility as a black woman when your whole career has already been about this shit that's going on right now." Okay, and I, I can I can agree with that, but at the same time, I feel like Cole didn't just make that song strictly for his perspective. I think he was speaking for like a lot of people out here. Like, cause if you think about it right, like if you thought about like the way things was like kind of headed on social media, it got to a point where it was it seemed like it was a little bit of tension within the black community of like, oh, like oh yeah, that definitely black men so on the form, they don't appreciate black that's... woman X, Y, and Z. So I think he, I think he was kind of speaking to that issue as well, where it's like, okay, I, I can understand your frustrations, but at the same time, it's like we kind of need each other. So this type of tension yeah, exactly. like, is that, not at the end of the like, day. That's productive. that's the main, that's the overarching point. That's why they were both right. That's why I said I wanted to talk about it because they were both right. 
But people were dismissing no name shit as just being, oh, you just mad because he didn't tweet. Like, no, there's more, there's more to it than the fact he didn't tweet. The fact that he himself can admit that he's basically all lost right. in the sauce of all this shit is the problem. Like, how can you rap? How can you make okay, I see that. millions I see upon that. millions yeah. upon millions of dollars uplifting the black community? Well, well, not necessarily. Well, yeah, he's been uplifting the black community, but that's not how he made his millions. How can you make millions rapping about needing to uplift the black community? And when the black community needs you the most, you could like you're not educated enough to speak on the issues. Like, yes, that's a problem. That's a problem. And I mean, it's a relatively well. No, it's not a small problem. It's actually a big problem because in the society we live in, the only people that we give platforms to are celebrities. So of course, if on your platform all you talk about is the black plight or black people or black empowerment, when this shit is in the forefront, we're going to look at you. But that's our problem as society because back in our grandparents' days, they had Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali and others to speak on these issues versus we now have Cardi B, J. Cole, No Name, and LeBron James. Like, that's the disconnect. That's basically what it boils down to. We're looking... We got Minister Farrakhan. Farrakhan, Farrakhan doesn't get publicity, though. Farrakhan doesn't have... Sure doesn't enough. get the national platform that he would have got. All Farrakhan publicity is negative, face because they saying he like a. Oh, uh, my phone is on one percent. I'ma hit y'all boys back. Y'all boys stay blessed. And I love y'all boys. If y'all listening to the pod, y'all go fucking listen to now. Nah, never when y'all are done. We need money, all that shit. Yeah, already y'all know, boys man. Gonna stream. Y'all go stream the bump. <laughs> uh, you know my shit out there. I got a little single. I don't remember the name. Picture Perfect Four O. You know, do it. Hey, yeah, close it out for me. I'm going. Say less, man. You already know, man. This is episode 12. There's a whole bunch of real talk on this episode, man. We was doing the thing, man, doing a dollar. Me and TD was having a real, real, real conversation that actually we could still expand on. If you got any, like, any any other lingering thoughts, my nigga? Uh, in terms of the, the J. Cole no-name thing, obviously when she talks about, like, People whose discography, you know, yeah. is about the black plight. You know, Kendrick gonna come to mind. So, what would you say? What, what would you say about his his current? The only reason why on the right same, uh, I guess, rant that I just went on toward J Cole. The, the only reason why I don't have that same energy toward Kendrick is because this nigga didn't drop a song talking about oh, black queen, educate us on what the fuck we need to know, like. This nigga just stayed silent and shit like, and he let the pictures come right. out of him in the streets, and he's probably doing shit behind the scenes. That like, I'm sure Cole's doing shit behind the scenes too, but the main problem with it is is taking offense to No Name's tweet and being able to make a whole song about that, but not make a whole song about the black plight. I'm not necessarily about the black plight, but about what the fuck is going on in the world. Like, why choose to put the energy into that basically when? Uh, yeah, and I was just watching the energy man. into that. Like it was unnecessary on his behalf. He it was uh, it, like he could have DM'd her that shit. Why choose to put the energy into that when there's real shit going on? That's mm. why I said I feel like no name song was so good because like she can't. She said this is all this nigga can come up like this is all that's your mind goes to when you see what the fuck I tweeted, like, you just think, oh, no, I have to correct her, as opposed to, oh, no, 
I need to educate myself more, or whatever the fuck she feels like he should have thought, which that's her that's to her discretion. But it's like, why publicly not necessarily attack, but why make the conversation about y'all as opposed to what the fuck the conversation needs to be about? And that shit became a distraction. Not only did it become a distraction, it became a fucking point of dissension, which something that a lot of people don't fucking know is they did the same thing during the civil rights movement and wanted to make black women feel like black men didn't respect them and didn't care about them and shit and started the feminist movement. But black people, like in our community, wow. we've always loved our black queens. They've all, like we've always looked out for them and protected them and we've always had an equal relationship with them. It was in the white community where women weren't treated as equals. And they tried to tell our black women that they was like that in our community. And it ended up fucking us up a little bit still to this day, as you can see. So it's just like when I was seeing right. this whole shit transpire, that's just what was ringing in my head. Like this shit is a distraction and it's it's done to intentionally divide us when we need to be united the most against these motherfuckers that's trying to exterminate us off the face of the earth. And that shit, I don't know. The whole shit was driving me the wrong way. But especially the fact that it's like, it's somewhat hypocrisy. That's why I came with the uh, the example of if a nigga is, if, it, if it's a street rapper and he get his chain snatched, we're going to look at him funny. So we should look at these conscious rappers who aren't doing anything publicly while some conscious shit is going on in the world. Like, that, that's just my point. Yeah, that that was a that was a pretty good analogy because I ain't, I never really examined it that way before. And plus, when I first heard the cold song, I didn't know about the no name situation, so I'm just listening to the song with like no context. So I'm just like, All right, it's a decent little song. So then like I'm hearing about the 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 beef like after the fact. So I think that sort of like kind of changed my perspective on the song a little but bit. But yeah, but um, I do want to say cold. The points he makes in the song are correct. Niggas think he's intelligent because he has a college degree. And at the same time, just because you know more about the black plight or the black struggle than the next person doesn't mean you should talk down upon them. But, nigga, why are you offended over a tweet if you know it don't apply to you? Like, he felt a way about the tweet because he, like, he, like, he knew that it was true to some extent. Like, damn. Like, She's talking about me, and I feel it because I know in my heart that my whole discography is about the black plight, and I have yet to publicly say anything. And then that's why in response, he dropped a song saying, oh, no, I understand that uh, you're a black woman and you're well-educated, but I don't, like, that's why he felt compelled to do that, because he, like, it was an element of truth to her tweet, regardless of who admitted or not. Like, there, he had to feel, uh, what's the word? I guess guilt, slightly guilty. Like when he seen the tweet, he had, right. he felt something in his soul that was like, okay, now I have to respond to this. And the situation that devolved from it ended up being a distraction. And I'm happy it's kind of passed in the news cycle now because I really saw that shit going, uh, taking away where it's turned. All right. Yeah, that's that's but shit, man. This is episode twelve, man. You already know. 4-0 had to exit early, but we still here. 
bring the vibrations, man. Me and T did. We have to have the enlightened conversation with y'all, man. At the end of the pod, you know what it is, man. Stay safe. You know what time man. it is, man. I ain't gonna tell y'all stay home because you're your own person, but you already know. Just you know, just just. <laughs> Yeah, right, stay safe, know. stay prayed up out there. Love y'all, man. Thank y'all for the support. And we're going to be back sooner than you expect. Stop when I 